0: <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the SpongeWorthy Podcast. I'm Zach Hillman. And I'm Darrell Williams. And this week we're talking to the lovely and delightful Cat Shay.
1: Oh, I got two nice adjectives. Look at that. Hello.
0: Oh my goodness. Somebody who knows what adjectives are. Clearly a highbrow crowd for us. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're no. talking about season four, episode 15, The Visa. Let's do it. sponge worthy
2: she said i wasn't sponge worthy yes i think i'm sponge worthy i think i'm very sponge worthy worthy?
1: the sponge worthy podcast sponge worthy should i make a fart noise to balance out what i said earlier i don't know what the vibes are supposed to be for the show
0: any any sort of squishy uh air leaving (laughs) an orifice noise is gonna is gonna play
1: I'm a thick pork cutlet and I'm going to be moving around. So there will be air shifting. It'll happen naturally. We'll just let it, let it do its thing.
0: She's a blustery lass. Okay. Um, Ooh, never heard
1: that. Ooh, fun. I like it. It gives you the idea that if I was like a milk, I'd be a cream cheese. And I find that to be true. Um, Yeah. There's a cream uh,
0: cheese
2: shortage right
0: now. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. A
2: thick pork cutlet sounds like an insult I would hear from a football coach yeah
1: see it, when other people say it it sounds mean but when i say it for some reason people are really endeared to it and i've just gone with it i don't know i think it's because the word cutlet is in there they're like she's being fun she's having a good time like, yeah great okay
0: yeah, cutlet it's got those it's got those percussive sounds so people know it's like a comedy thing you know cutlet like,
1: Ooh. very cute it's close to the word cute and i think that might be part of it because i've said sense- it's Meat slab doesn't work as well, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not.
0: Do you, yeah, do, you, do you call yourself the uh cutelet in the in in your BDSM dungeons? Or is oh that... my
1: god, I have to go write that de- Oh god, I'm not in the room with a pen. Oh my god, it's fine, it's fine. I'm not gonna remember it, this, this is gonna be it's recorded. recorded
0: for posterity. You're
1: gonna oh you're yeah, gonna... we'll go back. To the podcast that I was on and listen to my own voice so I can shrivel up and die.
0: On your messages and Instagram in about a month and a half, and you're gonna you're gonna listen back to just these two episodes and you're
1: gonna remember. That I'm gonna we ask were you to edit out with all you. of all of my own speech so that I don't have to shrivel up and die at the sound of my own voice.
0: <laughs> Here we go. Okay, uh, and you are joining us two white guys uh, <laughs> for this episode of the SpongeWorthy podcast, just to remind you. Hey, i identify
2: break. as
1: really white
0: yeah <laughs> daryl. daryl daryl identifies as skinhead we all know that um.
1: it's a melanin situation not one above any of us not one melanin to go around i understand it's okay
0: it's okay we're we're not a beach going lot clearly um
1: oh, it's <laughs> called it's called mineral sunscreen thank you very much <laughs> okay
2: so. so we uh we're talking about seinfeld guys have you noticed yet yeah (laughs) (laughs) get with it guys okay uh what is your knowledge cat thus far on the greatest show about nothing
1: okay well i have to take issue with your descriptor of the show first of all because the greatest show about nothing is king of the hill um (laughs) here's the here's my thing with seinfeld is i feel the same way about seinfeld that i do about like adam sandler movies where if you started interacting with them during your adolescence you have a very different opinion of them than you do if you hadn't interacted with them at all and like I was a Frasier kid growing up Mm. I've tried to watch Seinfeld before I've dated straight men and obviously when you find when they find out you've never seen Seinfeld it's a whole thing Uh, it's just not for it's just not for me it's a bunch of shitty people being shitty and I just go outside if I want to see that like I understand its value. I understand that television needs be- shitty characters to be good. But like, yeah. also, I could watch Shira, and there's a talking magic horse in it. Like, <laughs> I'm tired. I need whimsy. I don't have the energy. The best I can do is Star Trek, where it's the future and they've solved war. Like,
0: yeah. I mean it's it's hard to uh, it's hard to divorce myself. From the nostalgia factor, because I know uh, both Daryl and I were uh, kids of the 90s, and we just like Simpsons, Seinfeld, Nirvana, uh, in Daryl's case, only the Dave Matthews band. I mean, there's so many... (laughs)
1: See, I did, I worked so hard to, like, not participate in 90s culture that I know, like, I know who I, what everything you've said is, but, like, I chose Futurama over Seinfeld, I chose Frasier, or excuse me, I chose Futurama over The Simpsons, I chose Frasier over Seinfeld. That's not I an either or, though. <laughs> I'm like, yeah,
0: I like it I all. Think, I, like I think just
1: you can, I think you can be drawn to one and not the other, because, like, Seinfeld, I was like, I get it, the dudes who were mean to me in sixth grade, I get it. Like, <laughs> I don't need to interact with it, and there's nothing for me to identify with there. And, like, having watched these episodes, I was like, yeah, I made the right decision.
2: Like yeah. yeah. But,
1: like, I get why other people like it. It's just... It's like, I didn't watch Star Wars until I was 20, and when I watched it, I was like, these are great kids' movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, like, no, thank you. Star Wars. Or Star Wars is for people without depression. Star Trek is for me, people with depression. Like, that's... Yeah. <laughs> I get the divide. I don't know. Like, it's, again this is a Seinfeld podcast so for your listeners be nice to me okay I understand your thing you like
2: I don't think it's uh that bad to say like you don't have to be a huge fan of Seinfeld especially like I mean I guess we're getting a little ahead of ourselves but Thursday's episode coming up there's gonna be some sus stuff going on in there oh for sure uh, for sure <laughs> I mean um,
1: these episodes some things have occurred yeah
2: some things don't really like hold the test of times so it's very dated um but I do feel like there is this like, yeah, they're not great people. Like, I think that's why like curb kind of works so well is because Larry David's been able to like take what Seinfeld was like the root of like what made it funny and move it into a different realm. But like, that's the whole point is people want to see like Larry David and George being horrible people. Cause that's, it's like, there's like, but it also oh, it, i can't believe it's not me like or yeah, like, i'm not the only one that's a piece of shit in this world right yeah now. it feels like it's
0: sort of like co-signing on your own like you know awful fallible human nature i mean it just they just feel like very uh human to me and like the way that uh shakespeare characters are not all bad or all good they have you know it, they're just like three-dimensional i mean like in this episode jerry even though like he's done all these great things for babu he basically just like fucking you know bungles his mail and winds up getting the guy deported and we're getting like super ahead of ourselves and i mean i, I think i think we should uh, i think we should start uh breaking it down point by point okay. um i well you know we start this episode like we start most episodes with a little stand-up uh and this is a uh, lawyer's basically the guy that knows the rules the person that knows the rules uh and has read uh the top of the
2: the box as
1: fun premise that is a fun yeah. premise
2: this is... i feel like the whole like frayed not and duh when it comes to like sustaining and uh objection or uh, overruled and that seems me. kind of like a, a solid premise
0: yeah it works for I me was... I, I always felt like if you if you read the top of the box and you were like, oh, well, no, actually, you're only supposed to, like, do this when you land on the special space. And then, like, every like, then, like, the other, like, six year olds that you're playing with, they're like, we're just going to build the mouse trap, you know, it's like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: The good student me relates to this, you know?
1: Could have gone a little farther with it, though. I mean, it's probably just... Because, again, this is an older television show, so I've been watching media that is basically a result of this media. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, you could take that joke farther. Like, Mm -hmm. if you're going to act like a child, act like a child instead of, like, frayed not and duh. Like, if you're going to be a little kid, be a little kid. But that's me, like watching this as a 2021 person that's been immersed in media that's built on Seinfeld, which is like yeah. why it feels weird to talk honestly about it.
0: Yeah.
1: Also, like,
2: obviously, probably cut for time, too, because like these Seinfeld or the, the stand-up bits aren't very long at all. They're usually less than a minute. So, yeah. I mean, I guess. That could episode see that was like 12th.
1: 18 minutes, the whole episode. Yeah. Of television. No, it's a that's
2: pretty a pretty, short... pretty
0: standard network run. I mean, nowadays, that's like That's a pretty pretty standard.
1: Well, I expect 22 minutes is what you usually get. And 22 minutes is what the second episode is. But when I pulled it up, I was like, hold on. 18 minutes? I mean, it might have been like a a Toyota summer super sale event that particular (laughs) month or something. (laughs) But like... (laughs) <laughs> oh god so, well does he know because someone would have murdered kramer if it was sweeps week and then he would have gotten pregnant and then he would have gotten an abortion um, we haven't had
0: people murder kramer but kramer has been a suspect in murder <laughs> this season so yeah, yeah of course because he is
1: a human cutaway that. gag like before family guy there was kramer describing cutaway gags i was like okay this is where they got it like
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: all you got to do is animate what kramer's saying and you have <laughs> a family guy episode like that's
2: pretty like this whole mickey Mouse thing like that's totally a cutaway like him just like yeah. getting in a brawl
1: <laughs> and like his face is very memeable and i mean that in like the cultural use and not the like uh, one simply does not walk into mordor sort of sense. (laughs) It's just so wild to me. to see like the roots of all these other characters and things. Cause in this, I mean, this is the second episode. So we'd be jumping, uh, but the episode where he fucks Jerry's ex-girlfriend or whatever, it's yes. just all quagmire eyebrows for like half the episode. And I'm like, I love what you're doing. You're a very bad man in real life, but this is very funny what you're doing with your face.
2: <laughs> I mean, Michael Richards, like at this stage in the series, like he's getting applause breaks as soon as he enters the, the room. Like he's, yeah, he's definitely well, yeah, the most beloved the- character right now.
1: He's the chicken fight and family guy. Like he is you're just waiting for him to do funny things and you can just sort of pop him in wherever there's empty space. Like he's a perfect I tool. feel
0: like you've mentioned family guy a lot for someone who dislikes the Simpsons and I'm Excuse trying very hard to take your opinion seriously hold, hold right now. Hold on a minute. I mm-hmm. didn't say I
1: dislike the Simpsons. I said that I chose Futurama because everything's better in space. Okay? <laughs> to me, everything is better in space. I, I mean, like I the like, Simpsons. They're both. I just like, funny. Like, you know i could watch pokemon at the same time or i could watch the simpsons like sailor moon was on i had stuff to do mm-hmm. i had Weeb stuff to do okay like i was a very specific <laughs> child mm-hmm. and that child likes anime and still likes anime and if mm-hmm. you were in a room of my house other than my closet that'd be very obvious
0: all right, all right i'm just setting the record straight we're just setting the record straight. family
1: guy had a huge impact on everybody that was 14 at a very specific time it made me worse but it definitely had a huge impact on us. And, like, <laughs> I can see the, like, evolutionary chart of this to how we got to, like, the Family Guy, sort of, like, breaking the idea of game. Because, like, the game in the first episode of Visa is a George wants to be the funny person. He doesn't want anyone else to be funny. That's mm-hmm. the whole episode is 18 minutes mm-hmm. of I'm funny. You don't get to be funny. That's backfired. That's it. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. Like, and then with... The idea of like Jerry being not funny is in fact actually funnier. Yeah. But
1: objectively, to but to the yeah. it, it works better when he's all morose. I will say I didn't expect to laugh because of my previous experience with Seinfeld. <laughs> but there is a part where uh the lawyer lady is like that milk is curdled.
2: Oh, not laughing at this. No.
1: I just didn't expect it to be good. You go to a restaurant where it was bad before and you're like, this is going to be unpleasant. And then you're like, oh my God, I didn't get sick.
0: This is, this is like the most celebrated sitcom of all time and you're like Look, i was expecting not to laugh
1: <laughs> are bad i've told people this before i don't know why anyone asks me to do anything or speak on anything publicly my opinions aren't good you i come love- on my podcast
0: and you shout about sailor moon you tell me jerry seinfeld is crap get the hell
1: out of here oh i'm so sorry that your friend who loves to fuck 15 year olds feelings are hurt oh, oh except for he's on safari somewhere he doesn't care yeah, he's no. probably he's, buying another human being. He's busy,
0: he's 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 with other comedians getting 15 year olds in cars. It's fine, yeah. okay?
1: <laughs> So, uns-
2: coffee, it's uh, so unsavory.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, so, that a man would be allowed to dress like that and be successful makes me so angry. It's just, <laughs> I wish everyone I in this show
2: those, uh, those 90s ties, I would rock those 90s ties. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes.
1: Daryl the ties are not the problem it's everything <laughs> surrounding the tie just the man inside of it the shirt the jacket everyone has shoulder pads everyone like everybody i just everybody does jerry seinfeld, how, fairness, like, jerry seinfeld needed shoulder
0: pads in fairness jerry seinfeld needed shoulder pads.
1: that's fair the man is a clothes hanger but like <laughs> what did they do to julia louise dreyfus like she's a beautiful hilarious person and she looks like she fell out of a bird's nest in every episode
2: like, this is definitely, I mean, her hairstyle goes through a lot of changes. This is, I would assume, a throwback to, like, you know, early or late 80s. She,
1: she looks know, like a 90s. prime minister. Okay. Yeah,
2: But when she's, like, in season six, like, then she's got a real haircut. Like, she's got a... Oh, do you mean when we're, we're almost done with
1: the 90s and we've come to our senses a little bit? Yeah,
2: a little bit. We've been like, the 80s,
1: no thank you, no thank you, no thank you. We're going to the future now. Everyone wears silver and their tips are frosted. She's got mm-hmm. a
2: nice vest i mean who doesn't love a vest
1: oh excuse me as a kid who grew up real queer i'm very pro vest okay i tried to pull <laughs> off a vest for 20 years and then you know what uh, i did and the show should have done abandoned vests as a bad idea okay even julia louis dreyfus is not pulling off a vest she looks like a, like a french couch
2: mm-hmm. yeah she does have a lot of doilies on herself
1: everyone looks like a grandma's house like not a grandma uh-huh. just something that would be found in a grandma's house there's Except a very for that, house
2: quality to her to
1: everything her. looks a little haunted yeah just a little bit oh uh, uh,
2: my but, god uh, let's see cheryl she's coming into the like you know beginning of the episode the mm. asian uh lawyer
1: she's yeah. not
2: wearing like you know like an old grandma outfit like she looks like <laughs> a normal like 30 year old woman
1: if you give me like 10 minutes on google i can find you a reaganite in an outfit like that like <laughs> i can find you a picture of someone at a prayer breakfast in that exact outfit like
2: well, of course she definitely voted for reagan
1: yeah. oh well i mean
2: she's probably. a lawyer in York. <laughs> she's a lawyer yeah
1: <laughs> i don't know she seems bad because she's interested in george in general and then she's like oh yeah. you know what i want this man who drinks um uh curdled cream that's what i want mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i really feel like her decision making is tippity top notch but but obviously yeah
2: so george and her are talking in the monks and they're like having a, a little chit like the best
1: fun.
0: george has ever done with a woman on like first <laughs> meeting them for sure yeah
1: i was like hold on a minute i thought george was the red-pilled little monster and he seems to be doing okay and then the rest of the episode happened and i was like okay okay mm-hmm. i understand what's happening
2: And then um, Elaine and Jerry show up, and they're talking about how like uh, uh, they should probably double date or something like that. Like they should go out together. Like
1: that brings me to a question that I had for y'all: What's the situation with Elaine and Jerry? Are they fucking?
2: No. Like the second or third episode, like they totally addressed it.
1: Like okay, okay, they have the relationship energy of like two friends who kind of still fuck each other sometimes, but like they're. You know what I mean? There's a weird energy there. Like in the other episode that we'll be talking about, Elaine just goes to eat his sandwich, and I'm like, where? What are the boundaries with you people? Like, Mm -hmm. there are no boundaries. Mm -hmm. Like, messy as fuck. (laughs) Messy. Well, there's also
2: the biggest doormat. He lets them all just do whatever they want. Like they want like nice jackets.
0: They eat his food.
2: You know, it's yeah. It's like this whole thing where it's it. That's his dynamic with all of them. Like Kramer, George, all of them.
1: Yeah, that does seem to be. But, like, what? It seems like, at least in the. Uh, I keep jumping to the next episode, but they seem to be, like, doing stuff together that, like, makes puts them on more equal footing, where, like, Jerry and George are writing a pilot together for something. And I'm like, what clout does George have to be writing? Or is it just that he's, like, Seven. doing that thing all the people in Entourage do to the hot one in Entourage, where they just yes. sort of insert themselves?
0: Yes, they are around. the Entourage. Yeah,
1: that's the like saddest Entourage.
2: The little Entourage.
1: I. <laughs> <laughs> This is what I know about Entourage. There's a very pretty man who is in a Sabrina the Teenage Witch movie that I liked, and everyone yep. else is kind closer. of glomming on to him. I don't know. Entourage is the L word for straight men, and that's the other thing I know about it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh, and that turtle seems nice.
0: I thought yeah. it was Sex in the City for straight dudes.
2: Um, <laughs> it is definitely the same. Is L word the
0: world. Sex in the City for
2: lesbians?
0: So, <laughs> yeah, we have George hitting it off with Cheryl, uh, then Jerry and Elaine. Uh, join him at Monk's. Um, Jerry quickly goes off though to uh, talk a little bit to Babu who right. we met in a previous episode and he's going to come back again um, and uh, because you I am assuming did not watch that episode Cat, uh, Babu ran the uh, Dream Cafe or was it the Fantasy Cafe? Uh, yeah they
1: mention it in a throwaway line in the episode where they say that, like he owned they, a restaurant you know, and then Jerry did. kind of ruined it.
0: They yeah. did a better job with this than they usually do with like a recurring character where they were like, oh, I don't know if anyone watched this, uh, you know, early season two episode. So let's just give them a line about uh, his relationship with Jerry and how uh, Jerry, you know, fucked him out of ro- owning a restaurant. Pretty
1: yeah, much. ruined his business. And then he's mm. still super nice Debatable. to him. Like-
0: Debatable because Babu's restaurant was not successful when jerry okay babu's whole idea was you should be able to get like orange chicken and uh pasta primavera and uh like a
2: world market buffet like
0: yeah so
1: he tried to open the cheesecake factory
0: yes basically (laughs) but tiny and apparently the food wasn't great uh and so uh jerry was like well, why don't you make only pakistani food and then there was a really uh culturally sensitive moment where jerry said that the food was
2: super bad and um oh cool the okay make the food from your anyway. homeland
1: oh it tastes like shit this is gross yeah. <laughs> you should make cheeseburgers because that's don't what people like disgusting
2: it's all good because he food. got them a grab at monks like that yeah. then he makes it all better Yeah, he's a busboy
0: now, so everything's fine. Um,
2: (laughs) And apparently
1: they also
0: got him a place in his building, which I think, like, the only reason they're throwing this in is so that we see Babu getting deported later, and we don't have to, like,
1: cut away
2: to a different... And
1: then it has to be Jerry's fault, because they live in the same building, because you can't blame Jerry for it if there isn't that mailbox problem. But, like, i thought jerry was a successful comedian how is a busboy i mean, and it's new york so the real estate has always been bad like you can't make this argument if it was the 80s and we could afford to live is it a new york apartment bubble can't afford that he's mm-hmm. living boy, with seven other
2: dudes yeah there's there's eight dudes in that room yeah for sure mm-hmm. oh, there mm-hmm.
1: you go maybe that's where that man in the weird smock yeah who shows up at the end where i'm like yeah. is that what that man is going to be wearing okay okay <laughs> all right <laughs> i'm sure okay, that's, he looks
2: culturally appropriate like
1: he looks like a star wars character but okay that's fine
2: yeah he's part of the same walker that was
0: that best. was ahmed best uh and they just took off the <laughs> weird head that he used to film jar jar and they were like yeah that uh that toque you're wearing is fine just go <laughs> on in that
1: just roll yourself yeah, in this yeah. potato garment and hop on stage buddy it's fine you want me to do the
2: jar jar voice because i could do the jar jar voice <laughs> No, no, surprise, like, pull up poo. Them, they like oh they walk in single files to hide their numbers
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, But like, and again like i wouldn't have given a shit about this if i watched it when i was a kid but i didn't see it then so i'm just sort of like mm, okay they just like straight up told elaine they didn't know how to write women that's cool that's cool was <laughs> <laughs> cool oh, women are confusing
2: I looked it up um at this stage in the writers room uh, they did have one woman so
1: Oh cool so someone that they could call sweetheart and ignore all her ideas that's great that's yeah, nice they had has, a token
2: oh,
0: uh, I think you're giving them entirely too much credit cat I mean uh...
1: I don't like I don't I mean you're probably right but it makes me sad to contemplate <laughs>
2: uh well then obviously they're hanging out at monks still and then like they bring up how where kramer is and they say uh he's at a fa- fantasy baseball camp which yeah. i don't know i didn't know that grown men could go do this i thought like, that's what fantasy oh, yeah. camp
1: is fantasy See, camp is for rich old people i thought i yeah. yeah. didn't get to do a thing when old old they were 10 but,
2: like wanted to like meet No, no. no that's like, a regular
1: like, camp daryl regular camp, camp yeah. Television in the 80s and 90s led us to believe that if you had a dream, you could go to camp and achieve it if you were like 12 to 14. And then if you were in, uh, what do you call it, midlife crisis age, fantasy camp. That's where you go to learn how to do the thing that your dad wouldn't let you do because it was for queer people.
2: Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) Like baseball, yes. Um, I'm going to to fantasy camp.
1: Yeah. Yep. Next year, guys. <laughs> I I picture Kramer's dad as like, no, you will do ballet, yeah. like an What's aggressive day, high art man. That's what I love. Like this Kramer's training. Like, no, you're going to be a
0: banker. Um, yes.
1: Here's an abacus. <laughs> no, Dad, I want to oh, play man. sports. I,
0: I only feel uh I only feel attacked right now because I feel like I'm like three years away from going to rock and roll fantasy camp. Like I'm no just point. like I was get me on that plane let me wear a pair of lenny kravitz's pants and mm-hmm. plug into a marshall stack i am
1: i mean did I, I, mean, I try to find the alarm clock i had as an eight-year-old on ebay yesterday yes so,
0: so jerry and, and elaine bad. they're they're going to uh an auto show and that's what they're inviting uh george and uh and cheryl to um
1: why they never know. explain why they're going to an auto show
2: oh They just like going places, I guess. And it's probably there, you know, it's like for the weekend. And like,
1: Jerry's like, come on, let's go see some autos. I like color. We're we're bored. Let's go make fun of a thing. No, that's true. See, like, I feel like watching this show, it was like a bunch of the people I went to elementary and middle school with took this as prescription. They were just like, cool, we'll go somewhere and make fun of a thing. Like, cool. We don't know what girls are either. So that's fine. Like, this seems like the structure for everyone I ever skateboarded with. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, obviously, like, Jerry can't do anything by himself. He has to always okay. have, like, one of the three guys in tow.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. that's his deal. Okay. Because yeah, I was like, dude, true. just, like, go to your dumb auto show. Talk yeah. to a car lady. It's... <laughs> you don't need your, like, <laughs> yeah, faux girlfriend. Yeah,
2: no, didn't you ever do that? Like, don't you go to, like, you know, things that aren't normally going to be a thing until your friends are with you? You're yeah, like, you, I'll go to have done the Daria and people.
1: Jane go to an activi- activity, ironically. The Mm -hmm. target is where you hang out in the suburbs. I know, I know about the thing.
2: (laughs) The dairy. Look at this thing that's dumb. (laughs) (laughs) So obviously they're like, "Yeah, let's go out to double date," and then or George is like, "Nah, man, you're too funny. Like uh, you're going to
1: be way funnier than this for me."
0: Yeah, Yeah. and so as uh, a
1: funny person, I have had like, "Don't come." I'm trying to make a good impression. That's happened to me before, mm -hmm. but like. nobody's no george has tricked this woman like he should just accept that he has tricked her and that he might be able to keep tricking her for a while yeah let's go with it george i mean had that know. moment,
2: kind of yeah. um with like a i've been on like a a pseudo double date with like a girlfriend and like she's like i'm meeting like her friend and like her friend's boyfriend for the first time and like yeah. she's definitely like pulled me aside and said like don't make like a bunch of jokes. Like don't, this is like a serious dinner. Like don't be all like goofy and you and don't, which won't basically be you.
1: <laughs> first of all, what kind of person is like, we're going to have a nice, serious time. No, no, thank you. Absolutely not. If I don't get to talk about frogs, I'm not coming.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. I had a, my, uh, my best friend in high school, he had this girlfriend one time and he was like, I met all her friends and, and he's like, he like he sounded like they were in a cult or something so i was like what what's the problem dude and he was like they don't laugh and i was like what he was like Like, they don't laugh dude they don't watch comedy shows they just sit around and watch serious shows and then they're all like that was pretty good and then they go their separate ways it sounded horrifying to me (laughs) this is like i'm literally like people waiting for that want to eat like unflavored ice cream or some shit i don't know yeah, like Why?
1: Salt? i'm sorry i don't like spicy food no yeah, get exactly. out of here <laughs> well, thank you <laughs> you don't get to come to the cookout nobody likes you get out of here it's
2: mm-hmm. but know, again, yeah. i mean
1: i don't know maybe they are happy that's <laughs> I feel like the people who
0: love, never laugh they're the happiest so. maybe <laughs> they don't need it
1: i don't know i had a conversation with someone who was like super into like noir and like dark and gritty stuff and like you know, it's just so interesting to see like uh we, someone who's just like desolate and desperate and i'm like i have depression my brain doesn't make enough dopamine that's just <laughs> my day bro like i don't need to go look for sadness i could just like walk to my mailbox and experience what that feels like it right so maybe they're fine you know maybe they're like i saw a bird excellent beautiful
2: dude Warriors. i want to hear that Smith song about walking to the mailbox
1: no <laughs> thank you absolutely not <laughs> I, I i don't need elliot smith being like uh, i i need to go get the mail so that i can see that no one's written me anything goodbye <laughs>
2: <laughs> only junk mail just like my life
1: yeah no thanks no thanks tom hanks i'm good
2: I can just go stare in my bathroom mirror. Oh my God. So they all, I guess say Uh, don't go or like they say like, hey, we're going to go to this one restaurant
0: and then Jerry's like, I don't like that place. And so where does George take Cheryl? Takes her to Isabella's, right?
2: Yeah. Presuming that he's not going to run into her, but since it's a TV show, what a surprise. They run into each other. This is a really
0: fucking dumb plan by the way i just have to say
1: it's, it's why plan, didn't he go to
0: like a thousand other restaurants yeah, like, why did he go to the specific one that elaine said she wanted to go to and then jerry and like a, was like ah, i'd never go there like he was like,
1: like driving the boat like she wears the pants it's not like jerry was like oh i don't want to go to that restaurant and they just listen to jerry they like jerry has he has the resolve
0: of like A reed in the wind, you know. This baby. I don't
1: want to do that. We're doing it, Jerry. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's someone who's
2: just I feel like some people, certain relationships are like like that. Like I've had friends that are always like they never want to tell like where to go, where to do anything. They like being told what to do. They like being like, Hey, we're gonna go through this movie. And they're like, Okay, sure. Yeah, Yeah,
0: that's why I have a successful marriage. Okay, I understand. (laughs)
2: Where she's i've like, been Where that person that? in
1: friendships i've been like cool we're going to the movies whatever fine yeah. i great but i just am not uh, engaged enough about this to feel kind uh, one kind of way or the other uh not a commentary <laughs> cool. on your marriage separate situation
2: so <laughs> elaine and jerry are showing up at the restaurant they're all like oh yeah let's hang out and then george is kind of like ah no let's you can't move the tables together it's it's two circle tables
1: which i actually do kind of agree with don't put two circle tables together it it looks so
2: bad
0: it looks so bad as soon as i saw it i was like you can hear
1: each other you're fine like just eat at two next to each other tables you fucking animals like why are you just gonna be
0: knocking (laughs) elbows the whole fucking time like no why so unnecessary
2: Elaine starts to talk to uh, Cheryl, and then they both – she's talking about some court case that she's getting sued by, and then weird coincidence – I don't know if this is, like, also, like, uh, you know, kind of sus, but it's, like, suddenly Cheryl and – The uh, plaintiff know each other. They're like, "Oh yeah, he's my cousin."
0: (laughs) I will say this is not the first time we've had an Asian character interact with an Asian character that he randomly happens to be related to.
2: Family members, yeah. His name is
1: Ping. ping. Yeah, that's. I I don't find that. Uh, I feel like he could have just had. uh, But there must be Asian
0: people named Ping. I'm sure there are. Yeah. Like...
1: But why is her name Cheryl? Well, and his name.
0: Maybe hey. maybe they're she's cousins. second gen and maybe it came over.
2: Perfectly fine. They're cousins.
0: I... They're cousins.
2: Yeah, they're not Perfectly like Perfectly fine.
0: They're not, if, but... if they were brother and sister and one was named like uh, Tu Wong Fu and the other was named <laughs> Mike, then that would be like, yeah. wait, what? That would be weird.
1: Either yeah. way. I don't know. I, I just. It is so wild to me that she sits down and she's like, oh, uh, you're the plaintiff. I don't immediately need to make a phone call and deal with the fact that, like, I've now met <laughs> yeah. the other person in this lawsuit. Yeah. Like, this is not a
0: mistrial. Yeah.
1: I think you can represent a family member because, like, oh, yeah, you can. You can do that. lawyers are like, yeah, I'm definitely on the level. It's fine. I went to college for a long time. Leave it alone. Don't think about it too hard. But, like, I mean, once you chat with the other side, <laughs> have we <laughs> stop assuming I know stuff? <laughs> Again, I don't really know most things. I just well, speak I confidently. Could,
0: as long as you disclose that information, it wouldn't necessarily lead to a mistrial. But, like, but yeah, at that point in the dinner, she would probably have to be like, oh, I actually uh, represent him and uh, I should probably leave now before I Ill- hear any right. more about This yourself.
1: isn't a cute coincidence. It's like an illegal thing that's happening. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's I not feel like, like oh my um, god, this is like a total violation of comp- of, of privilege. I'm going to get the case dropped for you. It's fine. I've met you for 15 seconds.
2: <laughs> and then not only that, I mean, I know we're skipping way ahead to the end, but like you can't just like bring it back to like oh we yeah. dropped it and now brought it back. Like
1: I was like, it are there? I filed the
0: motion to unfile the motion that I filed
1: can that? you file I'm a take cool. backsies on a lawsuit because someone hurt your feelings like i don't I know enough like about this, the is court. Jerry,
0: this is jerry's stand-up bit at the beginning where she's just like
1: you know what
0: never mind and then she's like
1: you know what takes these backsies
0: that's kind yeah. of <laughs> <laughs> where we're at.
1: fine if they're gonna keep the like through line of 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 that vibe throughout that's fine but just like yeah i'm gonna sue you real bad i'm your i'm still your delivery man
0: if this leads to a scene at the end of the season where Elaine says, I hold myself in contempt, I think I think
2: we're doing great. I think that's where we're headed.
1: And if I'm this really is the bar, today. Godspeed, y'all. You enjoy the rest of this season. I hope you get what you wanted. It's, I hope her big giant hair delivers that <laughs> line to you.
0: I think, I think we're just on a slip and slide uh, that's covered in KY jelly, and we just got to enjoy the ride, hope that we don't crack our skulls open. Yeah, you I know pray that I mean? there aren't any
1: big rocks hidden under the slip and slide that you did not notice when you oh put god, it down.
0: Oh my god, I've had that yeah, experience. hit by a uh,
1: sprinkler head. Oof. Yeah, no. My parents um, weren't like, let's let's let our child run around outside unattended. They knew. I don't, I fall down a lot. It's not... <laughs> Flipping slides were not they they were like no 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 hospital bells absolutely not
2: <laughs> so uh so after this whole exchange at the restaurant um we cut to uh there well, we, we have we have Cheryl
0: going off to uh to make the phone call and that's yeah, when right. George tells them all to stop being funny. So
2: funny yeah
1: that's when they lay the game out
2: mm-hmm. yeah. and then like obviously Jerry starts like okay fine i'll be like really morose which mm-hmm. is pretty funny in itself
0: Basically Which becomes like, John Paul Sartre and he's just like life is meaningless. Oh, I'm constantly yeah, stepping into the void. Like,
1: He turns into like yeah. American Werner Herzog. Yeah. He's just like, Yes, everything is endless. Life is empty. <laughs> Happiness, absolutely not. Here's a fish washing up on a beach. Watch it slowly decay in black and white. Like, okay, read, guy.
2: He read a lot of Nietzsche like in two seconds. Mm-hmm.
1: but like didn't understand that it was supposed to be ironic he was just like right 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 right, right. this guy said i got it i got it i got it i got it i heard the first half of the smith song but not the second half like <laughs> <laughs> right right right
2: we'll so also
0: then, not uh... stand for people besmirching the good name of frederick nietzsche um so i'm gonna i'm gonna keep going with this recap <laughs> right there um yeah so now we've got um she goes to make the call jerry's super rem- morose uh, i i wanted to talk about this idea of jerry can't not be funny mm-hmm. um and it's like it it's really interesting to me that jerry trying not to be funny is like the most hilarious thing about this episode
2: <laughs> right
1: right like it
0: really fucking plays it really works on a serious yeah. level yeah
1: i like it those I think are the funniest moments for. when he was like being extracts from a roast but like i the bit i will say the bit where they're like you just try not to be funny he's like am i being funny i'm like no you're not gary you're just making a weird face you i guess to your friends that's funny but this woman does not know you what a roller so, coaster
2: obviously at the end of this scene we have uh yeah cheryl coming back and then saying like yeah i dropped the case no big deal because i just met you and you seem cool
1: <laughs> like you she just you met laugh, this so woman I dropped
2: the case <laughs> right <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm, I, I've known J- uh, George for 48 hours. So clearly he's a cool guy. Uh, he must, like, you know, need some help. And... uh My cousin was in a bike accident.
0: And she's like, oh, I met you for 10 minutes. Why don't, why don't we just drop this case?
1: <laughs> Is that <laughs> what happened? Because they don't really explain, like, the, the setup for the lawsuit, except for that, like, she ran into someone. Right. And she called right. them a virgin. So I was like... <laughs> 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 all seems bad like elaine i don't i just met you but i also think you're highly responsible for whatever happened
2: right oh
0: yeah, she's definitely uh guilty was actually a virgin in that episode it wasn't ping she was oh. actually talking to an actual virgin
1: oh right? okay. well i mean i don't know if ping fucks i just met him at the <laughs> end <It's-> oh <laughs>
0: ping fucks well
2: obviously every delivery boy fucks yeah
0: don't you, Did you see boy? that new york knicks jacket that he had on
1: i did i don't know okay. anything about basketball but i know what good hair looks like and let me tell you about mm-hmm. ping full head beautiful mm-hmm. shiny glossy mm-hmm. lustrous those were the patrick
0: ewing years Dearly, you have a beard hush year. ping bucks okay
1: i believe mm-hmm. you i fully believe you that man had the confidence of someone who fucks and also is about to get a bunch of money from a rich white woman
2: yeah well well elaine's not that rich she uh, lives in new york babe
0: him. yeah <laughs>
1: definitely
0: established author so she
1: buys shoes at botticelli's she's doing okay well that's right just
0: one time just one don't talk about where she buys her shoes
1: which like again this woman is psychotic like if someone talked about where you bought your shoes one time you better storm into their workplace and poison a man Mm
2: -mm, (laughs) mm -mm. we're getting ahead of ourselves though yeah
1: fair enough enough. uh, now we're
0: we're back at uh jerry's apartment he's finally looking through the mail he got a birth announcement. Yeah. just, Which, I annoying. wrote that down as a note because I thought like oh this might come back later because that's kind of how season four has been everything is like a weird coincidence with a weird mm. payoff and we're, we just have to remember like every fucking little detail. Um,
1: well it also does seem like a very Seinfeld thing to complain about another person having a baby and then have that person show up and be like look we made a baby. And mm-hmm. then have that be the next focus of an episode. Like, we get it. You reproduced excellent work. Because, uh, you know, cynicism. Yeah. And also, like, get your baby out of people's faces. Just, mm-hmm. we get it. You did it. It looks like a turnip. I'm happy for you. Yeah. We're talking about your baby.
0: So, yeah, I know. Which, every I,
1: baby I've ever seen looks like a turnip. I'm sorry.
0: That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I my wife is a turnip, so I'm pretty offended right now, honestly.
1: Oh, well, it's, I'm glad that she's got her, her genes. That's good. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I guess I don't that seems to mean to you never mind. Um...
2: <laughs> so then right after that in exchange with uh, you know this little like oh cool, uh, I have to show up to a baby shower someday um, Dr- Kramer finally shows up and he's totally like enters the room a la Kramer and mm-hmm. gets like a full-on like applause break and then they're like, oh, how is the fantasy league or whatever And he's like, oh it ended up uh, ending early because he hit mickey mantle in the
0: face punched mickey mantle in the face this is like
1: Like a 60 some odd year old man probably (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah. well and one of the most beloved baseball players of all time No, i know his name like So, uh, so Kramer, he was, he was pitching and he was throwing some smoke, which I wonder what that actually means for Kramer. Um, I
1: actually believe that since he's 300,000 feet tall, he's very good at baseball. I don't know why those two things both feel necessary to be good at baseball, but I believe him that he's good at it. He could be like the next Randy Johnson for sure.
0: Tall guys, tall guys can throw some fucking heat for sure. And they get closer to the plate. So they don't have as far to travel. So they don't lose as much velocity in their delivery. And also the ball comes from higher up. So they have, it's just like a huge, they talk about that a lot with guys like Randy Johnson, Tyler glass now, but there's so many starters that are like six, four, six, five as well. But yeah, those guys that are, those guys that are up there like Kramer. Yeah. They can really fucking throw it. Um, he's
1: a huge Muppet body. Like you could tell me he's good at any sport. And I would be like, yeah, there's just so much of him.
0: Mm Mm-hmm
2: you
1: think yeah. also like he's throwing 90 98 miles an hour
2: like when he says like smoke like he's probably mean like no <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> yeah he's talking like 62 63 <laughs> yeah
1: i understand that it's not that fast for baseball but that's like very fast
0: that's very <laughs> that's fast in a, a car yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: that's very fast, fast to try to hit an old baseball man
0: yeah <laughs> not <laughs> a lot of roller like, coasters to go that Trying
1: fast. to hit yeah. that old baseball man <laughs>
0: Yeah, so so yeah. Joe Pepitone is uh, crowding the plate on Kramer, and he's trying to throw in some uh, chin music to you know get him a little further back in the box. Um, and uh, then he says, "I had to plunk him," which is like,
2: "You had to? I'm the fantasy camp being like this I buy. I actually, this guy. Jesus this I buy
1: because I used to play basketball with my dad when I was a kid, and he would get too into it and check me, and I would fall down." And, like, I think sports specifically, especially in a fantasy camp where you're like meeting famous. And you're that like, yeah.
0: I lined my dad going for a layup. <laughs> yeah.
1: Look, okay, if your family's not from Boston, maybe you wouldn't understand, but that's how you build a champion. You push them down a lot. Uh, obviously, I'm a professional athlete now. <laughs> but i buy it i just i buy him being like a little coked up someone else in his little cabin was like yeah let's do this and then he accidentally hit an old man on purpose (laughs) yeah
0: there
2: was no accident to it (laughs) i mean the story he will tell later he's a he's very much like he's gonna take something seriously like when he's doing anything like it's always like oh i'm gonna do this to the you know balls out like kramer never backs down or is like oh maybe i should like you know lay off a little it's like mm -mm. no
0: no in the moment
1: his whole character is that he commits like you could tell from his body language Mm because he's like vibrating while he talks all the time (laughs) like he seems like he just got plugged in every time he opens his mouth and i'm like honestly guy great please balance out these other people who just seem like they've been in a seminar Mm -hmm. right before we started filming the whole time
0: (laughs) uh yeah so uh yeah he plunked joe pepitone and then uh you know had a brawl. started
1: a bar fight
2: it's like a bench clearing brawl uh both sides like start you know fighting on the mound and then like within i the, was the at ball- a
0: baseball fantasy camp and i saw that happen i would i would not clear the benches i would no. not get involved in the brawl i would this be is like, why you're not I'm a fantasy going-
1: camp right now <laughs> you're not ready to commit you gotta punch an old man if you really love sports
0: if <laughs> i <You laughs> paid five thousand dollars for a fucking fantasy camp i'm not punching Then you anybody. paid five
1: thousand dollars to beat up this pepitone man you earned it <laughs> this is your day you have yeah, to be little- more entitled if you want to think like an 80s white man <laughs>
2: I want to know how uh, Kramer got the money to go to fantasy camp. Like this seems like a tall order. Like it was yeah. probably
0: well, some like backwoods deal. He probably was like, "Hey, I can get you in at the like Westchester Golf Club type yeah, of deal. From, some, like, thing." From going what on. I yeah.
1: gather about Kramer, he just sort of he's the fool. Like stuff just happens to him that is tight, and he's like cool tight, and then he uh, keeps he's living, a, like He's
0: the Wheeler Dealer. He's a mad schemer for sure. I mean, George puts it great at the beginning of the episode. He's like, "Yeah." yeah, Kramer needs to go to fantasy camp, people should pay to live like Kramer where he doesn't work, he just stumbles into money because he gets fucking lucky and then he fucks women but doesn't date them. Like,
1: okay, so does Kramer have a job? Because I wasn't sure if he was being no, facetious. Okay, no, I don't know. He, doesn't, he does
0: odd jobs.
1: Okay, you could do that in the 80s. I, bu- I buy that.
2: They Especially don't really in New York like where you probably need
1: button. illegal like, um, stuff done.
2: There is a later episode where he's he was on strike from a bagel shop or something like some bakery mm-hmm. that finally went off strike so he has to go back to work mm-hmm. but he was like literally like on strike for like 14 years
1: love that love that i like that he's had a job this whole time so shut up about it like
2: <laughs> <laughs> but then we get uh the mail uh so like finally uh
0: well, we have Babu and, uh, you know, people, the, you know, the the scary men are coming to take Babu away because he uh, he missed his visa renewal by one day. Um, and <laughs> and they're and totally representative of how our red tape system works, by the way.
1: Well, if you didn't know, in the 1980s, a small faction of the Russian mafia took over the immigration and things really sped up. Those guys yeah. have it together.
2: hey give it to the russians they know how to get shit done
1: i mean did we lose the cold war who's to say
2: (laughs) lose in quotes or did they want us to lose Mm. oh
1: man who has the time to break this down uh and i mean maybe it's not going so well there is like clearly supposed to be a russian mafia man in the like little jail box like a greasy man with a ponytail and a leather jacket (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm it's clearly supposed to be like a murderer (laughs) <laughs> okay. extra um, from the hitman games just like chilling in there
2: so then afterwards uh obviously we have uh jerry saying uh, don't worry babu i'm gonna fix all of this because clearly jerry can fix his problems like this doesn't well, even he seem thinks high.
1: he can
0: he's a white savior so why wouldn't he be able to fix all of Babu's problems
2: i mean because well, he caused he all
1: of them so he knows exactly how to problem. solve them yeah he's, this is my fault so i know how to fix it
2: yeah So then we have like a a cutaway where then like we have uh, Jerry uh, hanging out with Cheryl at uh, Monks and he's trying to basically like tell her like, hey, I I need some help with my friend Babu. He's uh, got some immigration shit going on Mm -hmm. and she's like clearly like kind of enamored by him now. Like she's kind of like into Jerry because he's being so serious.
1: Like I had this exact conversation with some dudes I was interested in in high school. I feel nothing. That's so fascinating. Please go on. I'm very sad. Oh, my God. Great. Love this. So mm-hmm. much in common. You find
0: out that. there's there's nothing cool. and they're just sad.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then
1: you try to fix them for six years and then you move on with your life.
2: Yeah. It's trauma bonding. It's like, oh, you had a horrible life? Me too.
1: Yeah. Let's- <laughs> Every, you know what's great? Pain. Let's just hang out mm-hmm. and sit in this and this is nice. This is why we shouldn't be concerned with Cheryl's happiness. Her choices? Bad. <laughs> Step one, be interested in George. Step I'm, two, I'm sorry, Kat, be interested you sound in sad exactly Jerry.
0: Exactly like a Seinfeld character right now. I am so shocked that you don't like this show. You're
1: like I like Elaine. That's who I like. I like Elaine. I like she Elaine shows up do. she's psychotic, but she fixes a lot of problems. Like she gave up her own shoes to save these clowns in their stupid television show that they wrote her out of. Clowns. <laughs> Elaine, get better friends, meet some women she has women
2: friends oh but where are they though not really in this Um, not not in this episode or not really in the show is what you were going to (laughs) say they talk of them they don't really show them well she recommended george's
0: therapist george's therapist is her friend
1: oh you mean that woman who owns the british museum in her office yeah. It just like has every vase.
0: Here's my Danish realist on. paintings, and I didn't <laughs> like your pilot. Um, yeah. This
1: is like a small apartment that I've set up my office in, and I've stolen the furniture from the Winchester Mansion and all of the vases from the British Columbian exhibit. Like, it's
2: like she lives in like the Franklin Mint at the mall. Like, yes. Seriously,
1: I was just like, what's happening with this woman and her fucking vases? Why does she have like a glass box with a plate in it? What's happening?
2: Mm hmm. <laughs> and um, why
1: is she reading his screenplay? Like
2: we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we're talking yeah, that's, a lot about next yeah, episode. Yeah. That's I have a
1: lot of I have, nothing happens in this app. Ep- I mean, I understand that it's a show about nothing, but like in King of the Hill when nothing happens, at the end something's different and you get back to Right right this, at least has,
0: this at least has minority representation in it I yeah, know we come do on. have an,
2: an asian character playing an asian person
0: we have we have oh, three
2: asian guys, characters
1: in this, this bar we, is on the ground
2: <laughs> we have a you know I mean, a, a saudi arabian person playing a pakistani it's fine is
1: yeah <laughs> oh, boy. this is america
0: <laughs>
2: come on <laughs> Get with it. I mean, we don't it's, want not, it. it's not like uh, we have Native American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we have, um, so then Jerry so
0: and Elaine, yeah, yeah,
2: Jerry and Elaine go to uh, this immigration, like you know, holding cell. Okay.
0: Um, oh god
2: an bobbies.
1: ice center <laughs> yeah <laughs> ice
0: detention center vibes not cool but like uh,
1: very clean and everyone can see and there's lights on and like there's no cool. children being abused it's you know it's, the it's clean hollywood version
2: it, it's a cell or it yeah. might be a cage because it is fence
1: it's a cage it's like a baseball yeah. cage yeah. like
2: it's show <laughs> a cage yeah <laughs> <It's> like you know yankee stadium
1: one hundo a cage <drug> like
2: <laughs> close to a cage it's um, just a bunch
1: of loose quote-unquote foreign looking people in there like
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Well> then, and...
2: <sighs> so they're talking about like hey here's the mix-up like you know i i got your mail uh by mistake and he's all like the wheels oh, are in motion the wheels are in motion like we're gonna help you out babu don't worry about it and then Bob was like, okay, cool. I don't understand why he still like has any faith in
1: Jerry. He's mm-hmm. a white guy. You gotta trust the white guy when he's in control of your future. Why <laughs> do you think we bought it for Biden? It's I just don't
2: understand like why didn't they just like have him fill out the form right there in the cell or whatever and then say, here, here Harris's paperwork. Now let him out
1: we <laughs> could see but that wouldn't uh, plant the seed that causes him to come back in a later season but it sounds like he's gonna and try oh, to babu's kill jerry
2: been, yeah babu's back he 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 definitely this isn't the last we see of babu yeah. yeah he
1: makes it very clear at the end of the episode that there will be another episode about this
2: there's there's a vengeance to be made for sure
1: yeah for um, sure and i'm like honestly go for it guy mm-hmm like, I, I, no one's mad. No one's mad at Babu. I'm just like, yeah, guy. I'm so sorry that they just use your name as a punchline a lot, and you got shipped to this Casablanca Babu! set that you're on.
0: Babu! 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 You know, like, you know, I get <laughs> like,
1: it. It's not it yeah. sounding. Yeah. yeah.
0: Hey, yeah.
2: Babu, it's Babu Bot too. His last name yeah. is
1: even funnier. Yeah. yeah was like, how can we, we get, get
0: three Bs into a name? And...
1: Just... Someone oh. called someone who knew someone who knew someone who had seen one Pakistani person once, and this is what yep. they got.
0: I think they were gonna originally name him Babalu, but the estate <laughs> of Desi Arnez wouldn't allow it, and
1: just like one censor was like, "Hey, maybe don't." There's a
0: yeah.
1: maybe don't, maybe don't do that.
0: No, <laughs> you don't know, you
1: know, what want to do, Jerry. Yeah, you don't. Oh, you don't
2: want to fuck with Lucy's lawyers. Believe you <laughs> me, okay? <laughs> oh um, yeah. yeah so then we also have like so they don't doesn't have any wheels in motion we have babu still going back to pakistan we also have kramer showing up and like talking about apologizing to mickey Mantle.
0: well uh we we also have to talk about uh george and cheryl in the car because it right. kind of revealed that she has fallen for the uh dark right. disturbed
2: Jerry. <laughs> which is I like the yeah. I like the Elliot Smith version of Jerry. He's Which really- like
1: <laughs> you go out with a person and in the car you're like, by the way, I'm like kind of hot for your friend. Just tell him on the phone. You don't need to see George and be like, hey, uh, your friend's so hot a and
2: few sad. times where, like Jerry has taken girls from George. George has taken women from Jerry. Like they definitely see, like the swap former. A of- I buy
1: the latter. <laughs> no No one's choosing costanza no one that's the weird thing about this show is
2: like he's pulling down women throughout this whole series and you're like i mean like
1: i get it because it's the 80s and you know they need to show him getting women to talk to him so that they can then leave but like george's george's terrifying um if george wasn't at the insurrection it was because he couldn't afford plane fare like that dude is red-pilled beyond red-pilled george was in gamergate like i don't care for costanza at all jason alexander does such a great job of making this little creep likable like if it wasn't him oh my god dude like well, that's why it Renfeld. wasn't
0: larry david that's yeah, like yeah. i
1: was just like cool cool, cool 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 you have to filter this through jason alexander to make it okay
0: <laughs> yeah yeah just what a wonderful whimsical man that he can make us Root for a character that is just absolutely uh, ruthless. Toad, and he's like does proper a good, toad. <laughs> Yeah, like, doesn't really have a good characteristic.
2: Um, no, his moral compass is like pointing south.
0: Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But that's that's George's whole thing.
2: That's like yeah, is that he's a petty like, bitch? Because that's he's his like whole like thing. The fucking Cartman of Seinfeld, man. The yeah, you know, the yeah. character that you hate to love, like you. Or you love to hate or whatever. I
1: think I just went to school with too many Costanzas or like had to be on an improv team with too many Costanzas. I think that's what it was specifically is that if you do enough scene work with a Costanza, you lose your taste for them. You're like, Mm -hmm. no, no, you're not cute anymore. You're exhausting. Please stop (laughs) pulling your pants down.
0: We're tired. You you say that, but I've done so much improv with so many Cramers that like.
1: (laughs) See, I'm a Kramer, so I don't have a problem with it. I'll just bust into a thing you're not a kramer i'm more i I don't believe it i wanted to be when i was in high school i didn't know who he was so much i just knew he was a man who walked into doors all my DD characters are kramers
0: you you're like an elaine or a
2: jerry
1: i'll (laughs) take the former i won't take the latter thank you very much
2: uh i'm more of like a when it comes to improv i'm more of like the serious jerry that's that's my character mm -hmm.
1: see but we need that we need someone to establish what's going on and like right. show up and do a thing.
2: The straight man. But we,
1: yeah, we don't need a, a Costanza who shows up and makes all the female characters into prostitutes. We don't need it.
2: <laughs> like we're
1: tired. You're, Costanza's is the one who shuts dildo factory when you ask for a, a suggestion. Like, right? I'm so, <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm so tired of that man. I don't want to talk like to you to- about Jack Kerouac Costanza. No, thank you. It's, I want to
2: see an improv scene in a dildo factory. What, what's wrong
1: with that? I'm so sorry Have you if you didn't do improv in a college town because that's RoboCop <laughs> dildo factory. Those are the only suggestions you get.
2: <laughs> now a RoboCop in a dildo factory? Now that's a sketch.
1: I've done the scene enough times. Honestly, Daryl, doesn't have legs. You we're get getting, two beats in, no way to close it out.
0: In like 1987 in Milwaukee? Like what uh, are you getting? Fullerton, Robo so
1: yes. Yeah, Fullerton is Detroit, so it's fine. Um,
2: no.
1: Yeah. yeah what's up stages we, theater um, i hope you close um oh i went to
2: stages yeah
1: <laughs> yeah of course you did you did improv in orange county you absolutely yeah. did um my computer is oh. about to die so i'm going to plug it in so you're going to see some scene changes
2: cool so then we have like yeah so after this uh exchange with uh bob or it's like a uh, kramer shows up he's talking about mickey Mantle.
0: how he apologized to mickey Mantle
2: mickey mantle had a restaurant like this is a thing like he has
1: i when think that's been a... a thing like uh, like tony roma had a pizza place like isn't that a thing for sports people is to open up restaurants i guess Shaq owns like a huge amount of papa john's is yeah oh, that's right that is true mm-hmm. they have chacaroni pizza it's I think so, about it a lot. It's so funny.
0: That's so hilarious too. Because like Man, the reason they really don't hold
2: it right now, I want
1: a shakaroni pizza. Yeah. But you think it's gonna have macaroni on it? It's just a fucking pepperoni pizza that Shack's name is on. And it's. Dang. I don't like it. I don't care for it.
0: Have a bite of my big shakaroni. Like that. Love it. <laughs> and then you
1: love it. Great. Love a Shack impression.
0: Love good. pictures of
1: him holding soda cans. it looks so funny
0: in my giant hand like that
1: i just really (laughs) like big people holding little things i'm simple i'm very simple (laughs) well tiny (laughs) tiny things are great in
0: general i mean
1: (laughs) like there's this movie where i forget what it's called but Shaq is in it and he's wearing like huge purple hulk shorts and i think about the fact that a costumer had to make them and be like great (laughs) have to build this big purple tent to house shack's huge shack dick like i just (laughs) so
2: then we have after this exchange uh we have cheryl uh basically like reneging on uh you know
0: delivers delivers chinese food to kramer uh probably Mm -hmm. bean pods as we know from the episode where we meet ping right um and he's like oh no you're gonna find out why they call cheryl the shark (laughs) <laughs> she doubled, she she doubled the damages. I like, can't like
1: what can't are you do gonna that. well d- no, this the, the also, system work? I don't get the, it. I mean, to be honest with you, civil courts are basically um who's line? Like it's all just can you prove that this thing happened? Maybe you can, all right, fine. But like, what is she gonna do? It's damages, emotional distress, and also these people are dicks. So I tacked on ten grand. Like what? (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm
2: -hmm.
0: I thought she was funny, but then I found out that uh, this guy's a creep. So now it's it's like twenty. This random Uh, stranger
1: I met turned out to be unpleasant on the third meeting. I've never been so surprised in my life.
0: Turns out these people that I dropped a lawsuit on, based on twenty four hours of knowing them, were not all on the up and up. I, matter? as a I, lawyer, have immediate buyer's remorse. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's what it is, is. I made a mistake and it's your fault. But that is pretty much the American legal system. This, this whole mm-hmm.
0: episode is just one giant caveat emptor. And she
2: just
0: just needed to be a little more judicious in how she issued her legal takesies-backsies. That's really all it is. I mean,
1: the first time she met George, she was wearing like a Paddington bear coat. You can't just assume that man is good i just, i have a lot of a lot of opinions about the things a lot of were fashion
0: opinions about, yeah i was gonna say
1: everyone <laughs> looks like hot shit on fire i just i, I don't watch that much television from the 90s was, and i just didn't realize did, what we too. were doing to our famous people it's
2: this was the, like really high-end yeah you know uh clothing this was definitely mm-hmm. like I guarantee you this wardrobe was like, you know, they bought it all at Botticelli's. Yeah.
1: I mean, it all seems very high money, but again, uh, I mean, I don't don't know what nice things are, so maybe that's the problem. (laughs) Maybe it's me, but like, Ooh, baby, everybody looks like a, a kindergarten teacher who's just about to lose their job. It's not good. It's bad.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so then we go to, uh, Babu and he's in, uh, Pakistan, uh, and it turns out that, uh, Of course, uh, as as George reveals right at that moment, clearly only for plot purposes, uh, Cheryl broke it off with him because he basically told her what a, uh, you know, ditch fucking scumbag he is. Um, (laughs) And she decided not to help out their friend who had an immigration issue, which um, honestly kind of bad on her that's
1: yeah like you're shitty so i'm not gonna do the only net positive thing that's come out of (laughs) this whole interaction it's just Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like i've actually decided that since i don't like you i'm not gonna feed this homeless man like sweetie no not
2: the lesson this now actually makes uh cheryl the worst person in the episode
1: yeah i think it's a tie George being like, hi, I'm garbage. You should love me now because of this thing I extrapolated from the psychotic statement that you made earlier. Yeah, that's
0: very like friend zone of him. Yeah, that's, yeah.
1: Yeah, like there's a forever alone poster in George's house. He doesn't know about Reddit yet, but he's going to be into it in a couple of years.
2: (laughs) I can see George being really into Reddit.
1: Oh, he knows when the narwhal bacon's like he he gets in. He's on B, like he's on 4chan (laughs) for a while and then people bully him off of it. Like he can't, he can't hang. He tries to buy drugs on Silk Road.
2: Sure, yeah. (laughs) I think Kramer would be more Silk Road guy. Like
1: I think Kramer's B, dude. Kramer's on Four Chan, and Kramer's on Four Chan in a big way. Like he knows who the Sharpie girl is. He's into it.
2: (laughs) That's how he got all of his money. He's literally QAnon.
1: Oh. if anybody's in the QAnon, like he, oh he's running a QAnon on church dude like he's he's in crypto in a big way kramer is like the last person i want to talk to at a party but the first person i want to hear stories about at a party mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. for sure for sure it's
1: like antonio brown
0: so uh huh. yeah babu's back in pakistan uh we cut to babu um and he's basically just does his like finger wavy bad man stereotype thing Uh, One last good finger
1: wave, though very fun physical comedy. Very Very powerful, bad
0: man. Yeah, it was, it was, it was quite the wagging. I like very powerful physical comedy. Yeah,
1: yeah. If a teacher did that to you, you'd be sad. But like, do they need to be like in the little fez hats and like very clearly like borrowing the set from Casablanca that somehow hasn't (laughs) been deconstructed since the forties?
2: Yeah, obviously you have to have that. How would you know that they're in Pakistan without it?
1: I mean, the fact they said they were, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I, I yeah, they, it was,
0: they, they just do like, a Kairan right meanwhile in Pakistan, but they're all wearing kimonos just to like <laughs> <laughs> really fucking piss you off. How about Everybody's that? in like, a like, suit of a armor.
1: armor. Yeah. <laughs> That's all they're I want. The rest is
0: geishas and yeah. jackalope in Pakistan. Yeah,
1: exactly. Everywhere. That's that's fine.
0: Yeah. So they were wearing cowboy go. hats. That would that would not be culturally offensive. But, I
1: would actually really love that. There's just a cowboy craze sweeping Pakistan, and they never talk <laughs> about it. And they're just like, "Yes, <laughs> I would, How we
0: dress? I would love to see them wearing like you know how they make like hats for the team that doesn't win the Super Bowl every year like in oh the- good <laughs> lord morning, like- right. we'll see
1: in the 80s Pakistan <laughs> like wasn't like a
0: Bills third world country Super Bowl. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> we didn't talk about that's- Pakistan like we talk about Africa that's just uh, <laughs>
2: um, so, so then the episode, episode ends Yeah, at the uh, I guess he wants you're seeking revenge he's like I'm gonna go save my money I'm going to eventually go back to America and kill Jerry basically. Yeah, and
1: then Jerry's material at the end is basically like it's cool that we take everyone in America but like why do we ask for the shitty people? Like not the yeah. lesson to take away from your experience, my guy.
2: <laughs> why do we it's take like, the shitty people?
1: Yeah, like <laughs> you, I mean, you, I like you got your bubble. buddy deported, guy.
0: <laughs> I like the the premise to me was more like why is the language like so specific? It could have just been like, give us anybody, but instead yeah, right. it's like right. anyone who has bad breath, if they haven't combed their hair in a while, when was the mm-hmm. last time they bathed? And like I it feels very worked. I would not be surprised if this was on a special, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, it does I don't feel like on any, any, any of his specials, but it, it does seem like it's a bit that he it probably feels in the clothes for yeah, sure. Yeah, um,
1: yeah, because there's so many specific like beats in it that it sounds like it's been through, done before. Oh, so,
0: so whiplash! I mean, it, yeah, it just feels like it's in his back pocket. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. It's also like, yeah. guy, you didn't have a second joke about immigrants that you could use. Like, <laughs>
2: Again, if this, this is, is what amazing. we're
1: supposed to take away, then uh, it's cool that my friend is back in Pakistan anyway, because the immigrants that we take are, don't know how to change lanes. First of all.
2: I don't think they're friends. I don't think... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think he thinks they're friends.
0: No, 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 no. They can't be friends because Jerry's his savior. Did- Were you not paying attention the whole... <laughs> Look,
1: I don't know how it works for the people who do white savior stuff, but I think they think they're friends and also the boss of. You I'm never so had a friend like, who acted like your that. boss?
2: Yeah.
0: I mean... But
1: it'd be like me
2: saying like my cat. But I'm a little
0: bitch.
1: (laughs) Me too, Zach! Maybe we need to talk about Babu's boundaries. Maybe. maybe.
0: (laughs) But that's what's crazy is Jerry has no boundaries. So, I mean... Yeah, neither does
1: Babu. So they're just like weirdly codependent. But there's this... Touching each other's wieners. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's a codependent people who listen to this
0: and don't see what Cat's doing with her hands right now. Making
1: the (laughs) international symbol for docking. (laughs) hey
0: man (laughs) ghostbusters they cross streams it's fine
1: okay it's fine all right this is what i know how to do okay
2: that's the that's the hidden uh writer's secret of the tv show is that uh basically just write every character with no boundaries and that's how we make it funny
1: yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, then everyone can just step in each other's mess all over the place.
2: Yeah. And there's no like communication skills at all. Like, there's no. Like- no, that
1: solves problems. You can't talk <laughs> about something because then you can't have eight episodes about how no one's talking about the thing, and then you can't have the season finale where they talk about the thing like they should have done in the beginning. hmm It sweeps, Daryl. We have a system. <laughs> wow,
0: you sound like someone who's watched more than one season of Stranger Things. That's <laughs> like yeah uh cat would you like to throw out your social media handle so that people can follow you
1: oh well sure um you can find me on most platforms at cat b shea um because that's the instagram handle that was available to me i also run a micro charity um you can find us on instagram at raccoon platoon right now we're collecting donations for uh like a homeless encampment in uh, los angeles We, we build like little homeless kits and we give them to people um
0: cool very cool. Uh so,
1: so we can give it to poor people.
0: Yeah. And you guys know what to do with us. You can follow us on the show notes. Uh, and then until Thursday, when Kat will be back with us, we urge you to keep it sponge worthy. So you think you're sponge worthy? She said I wasn't sponge worthy. Yes, I think I'm sponge
2: worthy. I think I'm very sponge. Sponge worthy? podcast sponge worthy